Every Mother Deserves a Holiday by Susie K. Quinn Via the Holmes of Mark podcast show. May 1st, Monday 1st of January, sorry, New Year's Day. How do I measure life in a year? 416 fish fingers cooked for Daisy, but mostly eaten by me. 244 loads of washing, one stone lost, one gained. Seven bottles of cow pole, 334 nights of disturbed sleep. Say no approximately 5,000 times a day. Told no. 50,000 times. Two coals to 909. Daisy Glowstick, chewing instant, and freaky green poo two days after. One unexpected pregnancy, one marriage proposal. Told Daisy, I love you many times than I could possibly count. This year, I would like fewer. Custody battles with Nick, Daisy Frickless, irresponsible father. Relationship incidences with Alex. Stressful housing renovations, mortgage, credit, card and utility bills. Finances are uncomfortable subject right now. I plan to get a proper grown-up job in London this year, but community will be tough now I'm pregnant. I know employees aren't supposed to disagree, but pregnancy mimics hangover system, tiredness, sickness, bad memory, etc. And lots of the last all day, every day. There's no afternoon respite. After his storage for Big Mac. Frankly, I wouldn't hire me. Alex told me to pay my bills during the pregnancy, but. Alex has offered to pay my bills during the pregnancy, but I told him, no, thank you. Maybe I'm being an idiot, but it would be just too weird. Yes, we're having a baby together, but our relationship is extremely uncertain. Having asked Alex to get, get give me something, give me thinking space, i.e. his marriage proposal. I think he's a bit offended. I mean, I imagine him drinking expensive South Bank latte, watching the Thames, black hair romantically, my eyes flashing. Another cup of coffee, Mr. Dalton. No, thank you. I'm too furious. Tuesday, 2nd of January. Not been, it's been, only been four days since the positive pregnancy test result. Four years what wouldn't be enough to digest this information? Two children. How will I do it? I've booked to see Dr. Slaughter tomorrow. Called Alex to let him know. Alex was silent for a moment and said, Juliet, a very good doctor and a family friend, has agreed to see us too. I spoke to him this morning. He's called to Dr. Rupert Snappy and has promised to take very good care of you. I know Dr. Sulver since he, I was a little girl, I'd say. He's wonderful. Why would I want to see anyone else? Look, you don't have to come. First of all, it's just routine. Anyway, all you do is log, log, is log you on the system and tell you not to eat Stilton. Dr. Snape is also, has also mentioned sushi, said Alex. Told Alex told, told I don't like sushi. So Dr. Snap's premium advice be useless in my case. Alex asked where I where I eat in Shizzy. Marks the spot, Spencer's, I said. 
And it said, Mount Suspensus doesn't, no, do not do, don't do real sushi because it's made from cooked tuna, mayonnaise of seafish, seafood sticks. Then he asked me to move into his Chelsea apartment. I can't move to London, I said. I have a job here and a family, house and a family. If you're commuting, if we were commuting to life together, said, committed to a life together, said Alex, you have to make compromises. Okay, Alex, I said, why don't you stop working a 14-hour day week and move back to Great Orkley? Alex said moving out of the, London was impossible right now. I hate the city, but that's where the money is, he said. You're obsessed with earning money, I replied. Babies all need a cot, clothes, nappies and nappies. Most of the other baby gadgets are wasting my money or never never get used. You get a load of free stuff second hand. People are always giving baby with a baby things. Your business earns millions. Alex said the company profit and personal income were not the same. Anyway, who said different said different wouldn't pay enough tax? Told Alex he reminded me of an anorexic girl who thinks she's fat. Alex doesn't seem to say, understand the comp- comp- comparison, citing the fluctuation diet industry as an example. Alex's example, boom and bust. And children are expensive, Alex insisted. They, 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 they need schooling, healthcare, good quality ski equipment. This is endless. Then what's... And that's what you're working for, I said. Ski equipment. Every child needs ski equipment, said Alex. There's another reminder that we have we were from different worlds. So you are you are you coming with me tomorrow? I, I asked. Yes, of course, said Alex. I see this NHS doctor with you. I felt he said the word NHSF in a derisive tone. You better not be snobby about the private healthcare if you come along. I said. Dr. Slaughter doesn't sniff, suffer fools gladly. He's one of the few people who shouted at my mum and lived to tell a tale. What did he shout at your mother for? Alex asked. He caught her buying 12 field cu- custard field donuts in the co-op. That explained the day after she had been diagnosed with diabetes. Wednesday, 3rd of January. Our appointment with Dr. Slaughter. Alex drove me to the doctor's surgery in his shiny MG. It was unnecessary to be driven there, since the doctor's surgery is a five-minute walk from my house. But I think Alex wanted to feel useful. Felt a bit conspicuous, conspicuous sitting, getting out of Alex's fancy sports car. I couldn't, didn't help that Alex looks a bit like James Bond. Black suit, tailored suit, clean-shaven jaw. Dark eyes scanning the surroundings for the snipers. An old lady hobbling past us on a zero frame whispered, Tozer. This is the doctor's surgery, Alex asked. Is this the doctor's surgery, Alex asked, looking over our village centre, health centre. The medical facility here you'll be cared for. It looks like an insane old woman's ha- old lady's house. It's true, our doctor's surgery is essentially a bungalow, complete with a moss-covered roof and orange curtains. But it's very cosy inside, except for the damp. We waited the usual half an hour, Dr. Solver was always late, except for rare occasions when I'm late in, which in case he's always right on time and I miss, I miss my slot. There's, 
This is unacceptable, Alex announced when he were finally called into Dr. Stokes' office. Juliet's pregnant. She had to wait over 30 minutes. The Dr. Stokes said it was impossible to run an an overstretched NHS medical facility on time. Most patients see the 10 minute appointment slot, he explained. And other patients, it's like a bit of chat. This is a health community or community centre. Is this a health community or community centre for the elderly? Alex challenged. Dr. Saucer considered this for a moment and then replied, I suppose it's a bit of both. Are we congratulating for all crews commiserating? Congratulating. Alex barked. Wonderful, said Dr. Saucer, pulling out a box of mini chocolate sticks. Well, help yourself to the leftover Christmas spoils, said Sir Celebrating. Alex decided to clock the chocolate, mumbling something about purified wool and hand cut vegetable pretties at Robert Dr. Robert Snap's surgery. You all done you done all this maternity stuff before, Juliet, said Doctor Saucer, munching on a mint chick chocolate stick. You know the drill, don't eat still and stay away from all egg. We do a glucose test every time you come in. Buy yourself a bottle of Lucasade, drink it one every hour before. Then he handed me a bounty pack of maternity information said if I will see you from from now on, I'll make the appointment today if I were you. She's bought up solid to March. Are you not going to carry out a pregnancy test, Alex asked. The home test is significant, said Dr. Slaughter. You done the way we in a stick test, haven't you, Juliet? Yes, I said. I bought a kit from Roots. What about a pro- proper pregnancy test, said Alex. Pregnancy test. All much as much the same as these days, said Dr. Sophie. Just as all the paper at the end of the day, home tests are no different from the NHS ones. Don't you think they're more accurate? Juliet, Alex took my hands. I really think we should see Dr. Snape. Then he turned to Dr. Turned to Dr. Sager, eyes blazing, said, You haven't mentioned sushi. Thursday, 4th of January. Morning sickness hit today. I saw a low level travelling sickness feeling. Did watery spready stick in the to- toilet when I woke up and now feel sick and starving hungry. Long curly hair is no friend of a nauseous, so I tied it up in one of those messy top buns. Made me look like a sumo wrestler. Having spent the morning watching the kids' TV with Daisy, directly slipping teaspoons of Heinz tomato soup, we watched a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse episode all about hot dogs, which featured the usual hot diggity dog song. Made me simultaneously sick and in need of a hot dog. Phone mum for sympathy. Well, will you come over and help with Daisy? I pleaded. I fell for mum, refused. To me to walk, get to walk or drive to the pub. Told mum I didn't, couldn't face getting the daisy dress. Why not, mum asked. It's plain that dressing daisy now. She's a willful two-year-old. It an hour and a half of stressful navigation. Doing her hair exactly is equally challenging. Since she's neither, she either refuses to have it brushed or ask for some elaborate Disney princess hairstyle that I can't do. 
Why don't you leave? Why don't you leave her here? Said Mum. I can't do that. I said. Lucy's hair grows forward over her face now. She looks so like a yeti. Gabriel. Shall I get a handbag on her? Mum refused to walk to a pub. I told Mum not to get a fake dress. Why? Mum said. Plain that Daisy is now a wolf for two year olds, rolls at half an hour. Ting hair is equally challenging since she's refused to have a brush doll, had some elaborate princess hairstyle that I can't do. Why don't you just leave her hair? Why don't you leave just leave her hair? Can't do it. Daisy's hair grows forward over her face now. She looks like a yeti cave girl until I get a handband, handband on it, on her. Then I moan some more about feeling hungry and sick. How about something light to eat, Mum suggests. Like a nice thick nice slice of butter toast and jam. You want to get some calories in you. Into you. The thought of anything butter made me vomit into Daisy's half-eaten bowl of shreddies. Mum took pity on me. Then Dad will come and get you. So let me shout at him. He'll be on his way. Dad arrived 20 minutes late on his bicycle, wearing a clip, circle clips and a red reflector pinned to the back of his green bubble hat. With his neatly clipped white beard and what single white curl gave him into his forehead, Dad looked like a special edition cyclist gnome. And there was a cushion straddled to his back, back, bike rack with hot elastic. Hop on, love, said Dave. I'll put you up the road, Daisy. You can sit on, sit on your lap. I thought you'd be in a car, I said. I can't sit on the back of your bike with Daisy. It's dangerous. If I waste a petrol on a three-minute journey, Dad chuckled. You know, no, no, nothing dangerous about his bike. I've, give, I've given it full service. Told Dad my instructions that have been miscalculated. I've got a nice, warm motor vehicle. Dad said I was getting spoiled and relayed again the story of his own father paddling him and his brothers to school with his, his bicycle crossbows with no coaching. Padding or any kind. Our testicles were black and blue by the time we reached the school gates, Dad approached. But it toughened us up more, told us not to complain about outraging things. Ended up walking to the pub with Daisy while Dad pushed the bu- his bike. The ten minute walk took half an hour because Daisy needed to investigate every leaf, bramble, and potential dog poo. And now his mum and dad taking yet another more delicate sips of high now his mum and dad taking yet more delicate sips of soup high smart soup from a mug shaped like a pair of boobs. Mum keeps trying to force Guinness on me, believing it to be some sort of health tonic for pregnant women. Phone Alex to complain how how I felt sick I felt. Keep, keep, 
Mum keeps trying to force Guinness on me, believing it to be some sort of health tonic for a sick pregnant woman. I phoned Alex to complain about how sick I felt. Alex suggested to, taking me to emergency and acts. I hope he's not going to be, get this paranoid for that, this, this whole pregnancy.